0: Chapter 2, in which we enter the mines. My mother was on me in an instant, crouched in front of me and pulled me close to her. Listen to me now. Father Lighter is going to take us through the mines. Hold my hand, and whatever you do, don't let go. I nodded. I tried to speak, but there was a lump in my throat. I could feel hot tears running down my face. Father Lighter threw his hands at the wonky old door of our home. With a bang, it cracked into a thousand splinters exploded out into the street. Crouching, he stepped out into the cold night air. Mother dragged me behind her, and Brother Descent and Sister Cutick followed us out of our home. I didn't realise then that it would be the last time I would leave our home. I would like to have taken one last look at the armchair, which used to be orange, that my mother had sat in every night knitting for some friend or neighbour, a jumper or a pair of gloves or a scarf. I would like to have taken one last look at the wonky ceiling, which had turned black from all the smoke that had gathered there. I would like to have taken one last look at the chair that I used to sit in, the chair which only had three legs, so the other leg was always propped up on a pile of books. I would like to have stayed in our home. But, as I said, I didn't realise then that we were leaving our home for the last time. So I let myself be half led, half dragged after my mother, through the shouting and the bangs and the explosions of spells. Once I thought we were done for. We stepped round a corner, straight into the path of two elves dressed all in white and gold. But before they had a chance to throw a spell at us, their attention was caught by a gang of goblins that crossed the street, all heaving huge cobblestones from the roads and hurling them at the pair of elves. I thought I saw my friend Tyran, who lived two doors down from us. But I didn't stay to look. Mother's hand was dragging me on again. Finally, We've reached the mouth of the mine. I turned, looking around me. Hundreds, maybe even thousands of goblins, were creeping into the mine. Apparently, we weren't the only ones who'd had the idea of escaping Ruro through the mines. Father Lighter turned, and we all gathered close around him. Listen, we've made it to the mines. His voice was low and urgent. But that doesn't mean we're safe. Now there's fighting, they'll be after all of us. Surely they ought to follow us down into the mines? Brother Deslant spoke. His voice had a faint pleading note to it. They fear the mines, he paused, then added in a desperate voice. Don't they? They do, Sister Gutig said quietly. But their schlangens don't. Gutig's right, said Father Leiter, raising a hand to silence the pair. And even if she isn't, it's better to be prepared for what may happen than to hope for something that may not Sharon, he turned to look at Mother. If they come, I'll hold them off. You on that one? He nodded at me. You'll keep going, no matter what, you understand? You'll keep going. You'll get to Navasin, and you'll find Lair. Lair, we were going to see my father. Remembering this, I smiled. I was going to see him again. My smile grew wider, and I felt my mother's arm fall around me and pull me close to her. She spoke in a calm and reasoned voice. I understand, Father Lighter. With my mother's arm around me, I felt safe. For the first time since we left the house, I felt safe, just for a moment. Doesn't, Guttig? Father Lighter's voice had hardened now. If you can, you go with them. But if needs be, you do whatever it takes to keep them going. They both nodded. Whatever it takes, Father Lighter repeated. You hear me? whatever it takes. With that, he turned and joined the procession of goblins, heading into the mine. Mother followed, dragging me behind her. Her heart was racing, and in spite of everything going on, I smiled. I'd never been into the mines before. They were dark, they were dangerous. No place for children, everyone knew that. Yet here I was, stepping into the mine. As I walked, I looked around me, sharp bony-fingered hands gripped at sharp, bony-fingered hands. All around us, infants clung desperately to their parents. Some of the crowd carried enchanted torches with them. The flickering light that shone from them seemed to dance along the walls of the mine. As we descended further into the mine, I became aware of an ominous drumming. Ba-bum, ba went the drumming. Where was it coming from? I could not tell. I pulled at Mother's hand. Mother, what's that drumming? I squeaked. She shouted something back that I couldn't hear. The drumming was too loud. I pulled at her hand again, urgently this time. Looking back, she scooped me up into her arms and carried on marching down into the belly of the mine. What is it, darling? The drumming. What's the drumming? To my surprise, Mother smiled at me. It felt like the first time that I'd seen her smile and for a moment I forgot that we were fleeing away from our own home. The drumming, she said, her voice melodious and soft. The drumming is the sound of our feet. Over a thousand goblins, all walking in time. Isn't it the most marvellous thing? I smiled and hugged her tightly. Through my cheek, pressed as it was against her throat, I could feel her gulping. Come on you, she said stiffly. You carry on walking now. And with that, she dropped me back to the floor, and I fell into step behind her. Now that she told me, I could clearly feel myself stepping in beat with all the other goblins around me. Suddenly, the thought occurred to me that with over a thousand pairs of feet marching in rhythm, there must be some power. I went to pull my mother's arm again to say this to her, but I was stopped. From behind, another noise had joined the drumming of our feet.